Barancourt's radio network is now available on Anchor.fm. You can subscribe to our podcast either through Anchor or one of its many affiliates, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Now, enough of the bullshit. Here's the podcast. Welcome all to the Friday edition of the Gore Corner, only on RottenCorpseRadio.com. You can find us, of course, on Anchor.fm if you aren't already there right now. Of course, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, and a plethora of different platforms. Anywhere you can find podcasts. I'm still surprised that we're on Spotify, but that's just me. Anyway, uh, so this week on the Gore Corner... I wanted to go over uh, the series, at least the first six episodes, if that isn't all there is so far, of Stephen King's Castle Rock, uh, which is a Hulu uh, original, only available on Hulu.com or Hulu Plus. Uh, You can find that app anywhere, of course, if you don't have that. I strongly recommend Hulu. If you don't already have a Hulu account, I mean, there are so many different programs on Hulu. Um, that are entertaining. You know, they're fun to watch. They have tons of original programming, um, as well as uh, a bunch of uh, older shows that I personally enjoy. Uh, and when it comes to, uh, you know, Castle Rock, I mean, Castle Rock's a pretty cool show. And, and they're making an appointment TV, too. Cause, um, so the series, of course, is uh, uh, produced uh, by Stephen King and J.J. Abrams. And kind of ties in the world that Stephen King has created, uh, tied them all together uh, in a sense. And you would want to think that you know, I mean, at least in this movies or in this uh, TV series' uh, universe, it happens to tether everything together. And I, I kind of like that. I kind of like the idea of kind of taking all the old uh, Stevie King IPs and kind of saying that they all exist in the same universe is uh, fascinating to me because it makes them more it makes the series more fun overall uh, and I'll kind of get into the, the, the weird happenings that um, that take place here on the show Castle Rock uh, for those who haven't seen it and if you, you know in, in, if you are a fan of the show and you're tuning in because you want to hear my thoughts on the series um, I won't go into every single episode in grave detail, but I will kind of touch bases on the things about the show that I really liked. They may seem a lot more ridiculous than what a lot of people are going to be imagining uh, somebody like myself would like about the show, (laughs) or the way, or I guess other people's take on it. I try not to critique shows too much. I really don't kind of overanalyze the meat and potatoes of it, because I'm first off just trying to be entertained by it and secondly i'm trying to enjoy it as its own you know as its own thing you know i try not to overthink the um you know the general specifics of the show you know i'm not trying to find all the literal tie-ins i'm just but when i see them i'm, I'm kind of i'm you know i'm pretty happy with it 
And of course, uh, on top of the fact that the show um, takes place in Stephen King's Castle Rock, uh, where a lot of uh, his other uh, stories take place, it actually features a cast of people that we have seen in the Stephen King uh, universe. Um, of course, the obvious ones. <laughs> Um, you know, a lot of people may not realize that or not. Um, the original Carrie is in the show. Uh, some of the, er, I've seen some, so far I've seen some of the characters from, um, from other, you know, from other, like, uh, Stephen King, um, miniseries, um, as well as, of course, uh, Bill Skarsgård, who is Pennywise in the newest, um, Stephen King's It, and I'll go into that in a little bit, uh, because I kind of wanted to gloss over that as well. But to me, it's kind of neat. Um, and, and, of course, this uh, this series is also accompanied by um, an Inside the Episode um, for, for select episodes. Uh, I think the Box, Harvest, Filter, they all have, like, I almost want to think that they've kind of done this for every episode, but I'm not really, I don't really get into the, I try not to get too much into like the bonus stuff because I'm really just trying to you know you know be entertained by the show first, but overall too I'm also really I also really like the idea of what they've done in this show as its own kind of weird Stephen King esque kind of a uh, quirky. Um, Mist, you know, kind of like horror, suspense, mystery, you know, you know, like mystery kind of, kind of series. Because I've I've always liked uh, Stephen King's work, especially from the time I was a kid. Now, a lot of people may or you know may still be reading Stephen King. I stopped reading Stephen King. I think by the time I was in high school, I started reading him when I was in fourth grade. Uh, the first book I've that I read by him, of course, was Needful Things. And then it kind of went on from there. I had the dark half, uh, nightmares and dreamscapes, it, stand. Uh, I kind of went through a big Stephen King phase throughout my adolescence. It wasn't the only thing I was reading at the time, but it was most of what I was reading. Um, of course, there were a lot of other, you know, uh, other stories that I was enjoying. And I'm not one of those guys that likes to sit and rereads the book a hundred times. But there were a few books where I kind of re I picked them up and kind of went through them again just not really trying to figure them out but just because I was you know thoroughly entertained by them the first time so uh, and of course a lot of people will look at that differently because I think uh, a lot of people who are fans of his literary work uh, well you know especially if they're hardcore fans will just kind of go over them over and over and over and over again until you know they've read so much of it that they've almost memorized it so uh, so kind of getting into the castle rock series for those who haven't seen this yet um the series takes place in castle rock it surrounds uh our most recent suicide uh, that happens in town where um the i want to say he's the um he's the head of a local prison ends up committing suicide in such a really strange and kind of a peculiar way 
and it gets the attention of someone who used to live in the town, by a um, guy by the name of Henry, and he he's actually drawn back home because he's from Castle Rock, um, and there was something that happened to him as a child that kind of haunts him in his adult years, um, but of course he's kind of not really thought thinking about that until he gets back, and um, he in his current life he's a lawyer, and he's it's almost like he's being drawn you know he he he's being drawn back in a sense because um somebody contacted him first off and they were basically stating uh you know this guy needs your representation you know he we found this weird dude um in a in a cage um in an abandoned part of the prison kind of makes you wonder how long he'd been there um of course this character is played by bill skarsgård and pulls off the character perfectly uh, as you would think that a Skarsgård would. I mean, he plays weird really well. I want to say that. He, Bill plays weird really well, a lot better than his brother does. Uh, Alex, of course, you know, plays more of the, you know, I want to say he's a, he's a better action star. Bill's definitely the weird one. <laughs> and, um, and of course, uh, his mom, uh, who's played by uh, Sissy Spacek, and he has, I don't know, I want to say that, uh, his dad, let's see, I'm, I'm looking this up right now, because I don't know everybody by name, I know some of the, I know some of the cast by name, but, um, and we've seen some of these people and other things, um, I like how Bill's actually casted as a young man with a legal problem. <laughs> That's pretty funny to me. Uh, Jane Levy, who we've seen in the Evil Dead remake, she plays the character Jackie. Uh, Melanie uh, Linsky, she plays Molly Strand. Um, of course, uh, Henry Devers, played by Andre Holland. Uh, classic uh, King actor here. Uh, Scott Glenn, he plays. Um, Alan Pangborn. And so many others in the series as well um you get the opportunity to just kind of make you know ends you know in and outs let's see gonna go on over the cast list here which i'm because i'm i'm always really fascinated with like where, where they're getting some of these people um also uh a character you might recognize from the show shameless uh, the American version of Shameless, not the uh, not the British version of Shameless. Um, he's actually the guy who calls Henry, um, gives him the anonymous tip that the that there's some some strange dude in the bottom of the or in, uh, in the bottom of the prison. Of course, we also see Frances Conroy. Uh, she makes a she makes a little bit of an appearance. She plays. Um, the blind wife of the guy who, um, who kills himself. Let's see. And she's, and for those who don't know Frances Conroy, she is a staple of the series American Horror Story on FX. And if you haven't seen that, go and watch that show. Because if you, if you want to get tripped out quite a bit, because it's, it is quite the show. It is, it is an event all to itself. And of course, many other Actors have uh, gone through this uh, series. 
I'm not going to go through all of them, but I'm just going through some of my favorites. And, and I'll say this, um, one of the things I like, and I think it was an episode, it's either an episode one or episode two. Um, there's this period, there's this thing that Henry's going through cause he's going, he actually invites himself or gets himself invited into, um, the warden's house, uh, to talk to his wife and he's going through some of his stuff. Of course, the warden's wife, as I said, um, who's played by Francis Conroy, um, is blind, so she can't see anything and he's kind of using that to his advantage to kind of snoop through her stuff, try to get more information on the warden. Because um, she thinks it's kind of weird, because, or you know, it is kind of peculiar that first off, what kind of secret was the warden keeping? Um, you know, as far as this strange man is concerned, um, and you know, as he's looking through like some of his stuff, he starts seeing like articles, um, and some of the articles relate to old books like there's a bit on Cujo and there's a bit on some other stuff and I thought it was kind of neat that how they're just kind of sprinkling in these weird tie-ins they're not just blatantly coming out and saying oh yeah um yeah Night Flyer happened at this time and this and this and this happened at this time and oh yeah at some point all the cars started driving themselves or there was a bunch of weird shit going on and some you know like some kids were you know, harassed by a clown in the 50s, you know, like, they're not, they're not really going into any of that, they're just kind of sprinkling it in, you know, kind of doing it lightly, just throwing in little Easter eggs here and there, they kind of get you going, oh yeah, I remember that book, or I remember that story, or I remember, I've seen that movie, and, but the series really just kind of focuses on the inner workings of itself, it doesn't try to, um, do a lot of outside exploration and if there are any kinds of tie-ins to the series like i said unless you're like a hardcore stephen king aficionado you're not going to really catch them right away so with that said i will say so far up until episode six because that's as far as i've gotten um a new episode is actually or had actually i think a new episode dropped this week so i want to think that they're going 10 episodes for the season I'm not really sure, uh, considering I hadn't looked up anything additional, but that is what I would think they would be doing with this series, um, considering the last Stephen King series uh, that went for, you know, for distance. I believe that one. I'm actually looking in my Stephen King queue now. Not Stephen King, the my Hulu queue, <laughs> to see if I can find it. Um, it's also a really interesting st uh, show. It it actually has um, some very fun, familiar faces. Pull that up real quick. It's called Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. It's basically about. Um, and it, oh, well, I guess I should probably go into who it stars. Uh, basically, the, it's uh, eight episodes. It follows um, a character named Jake Epling, who's played by James Franco. And he discovers a portal inside of an old diner in the town where he, where he lives. And it basically takes him back to November 22nd, 1963. 
and he basically has like this he basically has like a solid year to kind of get or to follow certain events to stop or possibly prevent the assassination of JFK so and it's a real interesting story it's a I, I, I thoroughly dug it. Um, I like how the season ends. Of course, I don't think this is a series they're going to you know pick up again, but it's it was definitely fun. Also from Stephen King and J.J. Abrams, so J.J. did have a little bit to do with this series as well. Um, it was pretty fun for those who haven't seen it yet. And then, as I live and breathe, the cast, the official cast for... It, Chapter 2, had been released today, at least I saw it today, um, well, not today as Friday, but um, today as I'm recording this, which is actually uh, earlier in the week, and I'm kind of surprised. So, first off, uh, Bill Skarsgård will be reprising his role as Pennywise the Clown, of course, why wouldn't you bring him back? Um playing now they, they made this announcement a while back but old beverly mar or older beverly marsh adult beverly beverly will be played by jessica chastain which i still hate that decision but i can imagine that if they were trying to get somebody like um amy a or amy adams it would have costed quite a bit um of course amy is also dedicated to hbo series at this time so we'll kind of lay off of that for a little bit but so is Sophia Lillis, and um, she plays young Amy Adams in the show, so I don't see why they, didn't, they couldn't do it this time. Uh, James McAvoy has joined the cast as uh, as adult Bill. Um, now, uh, young Bill, of course, is uh, Jaden um, uh, Lieberher. Lieberher? I, I, can't, I can't even pronounce the dude's name. But... Um, Let's see who else we got here. Uh, James Ransone um, is playing uh, old Eddie. Now, I have not really seen. I mean, I've seen him, but I haven't. I don't really recall. I mean, he he was in the movie Sinister as well as Generation Kill. He is a genre actor as well as um, you know having experience doing television. We'll see how he. We'll see how he plays. In this uh, universe, let's see. And who else do we got here? So, adult Ben is going to be played by Jay Ryan. Um, Jay Ryan has a menacing look to him. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that right now. You know, just looking at a picture of him, he looks like a really pissed off Australian, or I don't know, like a New Zealand version of, uh, I guess you can say he's Australian because he's he lives in Australia, but he's from New Zealand. He, he, he kind of reminds me of um, Cumberbatch a little bit, but he has more of a sinister look, almost kind of like he was the villain from, um, <laughs> God, uh, what was that movie, um, Flash Gordon. Uh, the old, you know, late, late 70s, early 80s movie. <laughs> uh, he was actually in the live-action Beauty and the Beast on CW, so... Um, not the, not a movie, but a series, so... You've got, they've got that going for him. So he, you know, he's done some genre work. Let's 
let's see, um, another person who's in this as well is going to be, um, where is he at? Eddie, Ben, Bill, Beverly, who am I leaving out? Um, oh yeah, we got Xavier Dolan. Um, now, I, I, I don't recognize any of the movies he's been in. Looks like uh, just uh, French-Canadian films. I might have to go back and check out some of his work just to see, you know, what, you know, what he brings to the table. But so far, I don't recognize him at all. Um, but yeah, I really don't see a whole lot other than other than these actors who have. Uh, who've been introduced, so, Richie, I'm not seeing anybody casted for Richie yet, on this list, I'm, I'm looking on IMDb right now, so, um, if they haven't updated it yet, you know, maybe it's just a matter of that happening, but, yeah, they do have, a, they do have more of a cast now, I'm sure more will be, um, released later, uh, so, that'll be it for the Girl Corner this week, um, so do stay tuned next time. Uh, hopefully we get some uh, cool news. Uh, coming up here in September, we'll be attending the Rose City Comic Con in Portland. Uh, so for those uh, fans who are local to the area, uh, check us out. We'll be in Portland um, harassing people, doing some interviews, and even maybe even podcasting with some fellow fans. So uh, that should be pretty fun. And uh, just stay tuned in for the or stay tuned for the sci files this week. Um, we'll we'll be uh, posting a late episode, um, and it'll actually be the last episode of the uh, of the sci files until Comic Con because the sci files is going to be the show that's mainly covering the event. Uh, the casket cast we're kind of staying out of that, um, just kind of focusing on some horror and pro wrestling. So. Uh, with that said, uh, we will see you next time, and have yourself a good week. This has been Rotten Corpse Radio.